Hey guys, I don't just talk about games and make picks. I put my money where my mouth is. I bet with Odds Club. They have an easy to use site with all of the major sports to bet on. Their payment options are just as easy. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, whatever you use, Odds Club has it. And it's so much easier than those offshore sites. You get paid on time, every time. Follow Odds Club on Twitter and send a DM. Tell them Clack or Michelle sent you and receive 20% in free play. Hi everyone, welcome back to Terrible Takes Podcast. I'm your co-host Michelle and here with me of course is Clack. Um, Clack, I don't know about you, but my week's been a little crazy this week. Very stressful. Um, how have you been? Um, I've been, my week's been crazy too, but it's been a good week. Okay. Um, it's been a pretty good week. Um, so, you know, we're called the Terrible Takes Podcast. I was to leave for a reason. So, you know, l- let me just bring up a couple things my co-host said last night. Um, so, last night we were all here at the mansion watching The Bachelorette, and it was right before it started. We were watching, or put the Cowboys and Ravens game on another one of the TVs, and I I made the comment that I think over Lamar Jackson is overrated, and I said, there's at least, what number did I say? Seven. You said seven. Seven quarterbacks that I would take over Lamar Jackson, including that healthy Dak Prescott. And, you know, when I look back at that take, I firmly believe it, but my co-host tried to convince me, like, he's a top two or three quarterback in the league. I do not think he's top two or three. No, 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 no. I could easily think of seven more quarterbacks also, but Dak Prescott is not one of the seven quarterbacks. I mean, quarterbacks. You put Dak in a good offense, what does he do? I mean, I'm not saying that he's not good. I think he's great, but with the offense he has, I mean, yeah, I guess it's not really his fault that everybody else sucks, but, I mean, how is he supposed to showcase what he can do when they're, what, what are they, three and eight, three and nine after last night's loss? Like, come on, the man needs some help. I mean, I just don't see, like, the hype on Lamar Jackson. Like, he's a great runner, and he's athletic. But his accuracy is not very good. I mean, I saw him on a, I believe it was a third and goal last night trying to roll out and throws it, literally throws it into the ground, and he has an open receiver. I mean, you, you know, that's he, he's not accurate. I think that's his, the whole problem is into why I don't think he's a top seven, top ten quarterback. And even in the new Twitter group chat I'm in, I mean, there was, I mean, I don't remember who said it. They had a legitimate case. It's him. I think he had him at like 11th or 12th. And I, and I firmly believe it because you got guys like, obviously, Mahomes and Wilson, your top two. Yes. Then you have Breed. I think Breed is still a very good quarterback. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Again, I still think Dak is up there, a healthy Dak. A healthy Dak, I'll give you that. I just when, don't think. I think they've both gotten worse um, with this season. And I have no ties to the Ravens, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. Like, the team, him as a person, like, they're not my favorite quarterback, not my favorite team. We were simply just discussing this. Um, it was just a and comment that was So, made. then I think Josh Allen, uh, you could maybe go make a case because of his accuracy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Kyler Murray, I think Kyler Murray is not there, but I think Kyler Murray will get there. Anyway, that wasn't her worst take of the night. Um and she's looking or yours, at, apparently. Uh, she's looking at me like she doesn't remember this one. But so we were sitting there talking. I don't know how we got on the subject of movies, and I'm just gonna. I just have to point this out. 
somebody asked Michelle what her favorite movie was, and I quote, Michelle says, and I quote her word for word, I do not watch movies. I don't. I I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it just takes so long for like a plot to build up, so you're bored for like a solid 45 minutes to an hour waiting for something to happen, and then the last like 20 minutes of a movie the whole movie happens like i just i can't sit still that long like waiting and waiting and waiting and then all of a sudden i'm like oh my god i just missed everything like do y'all really do y'all really think do y'all really think i could post that on, if i said that on twitter would i not get absolutely ratioed yeah but that's that's because you're you exactly you're the king of terrible takes that's exactly um <laughs> so anyway um on to our next subject so I meant to get into this last week um, about college football coaches on the hot seat. If you fire, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I love firing coaches on Twitter. Yes. Um, um, so, Michelle, give me a couple coaches you have on the hot seat. Um, so, definitely number one, I think, is everybody's number one. Jim Harbaugh has got to go. I tweeted the other day um, about how they're not even playing Ohio State anymore. Um, and I think last week we talked about um, some of the records and stuff that he had um, against Ohio State, 0-5. So I was like, oh, now he's 0-6 and 0-1 and and against COVID. So we need to fire his ass. Jim Harbaugh has got to go. I agree. I agree. I'm Just to be different, because I knew who your number one was, I just to be different, I've got Gus Miles on it, number one, just to be different. And it's just the performance you see from from that Auburn team is there's no effort there's no offense at all, um, you know. Let's be honest. How many wins do they have? Not just this year, but in years past. That's you know from either just purely good luck or horrible officiating. And you know, Auburn Jesus exactly. And they're one and two in bowl games in the past three years, and then there's two games this year which there is no way they should have won. That the officials literally handed it to them. And there's there's just been so many times that like. If there's if this was any other team and there was no Auburn Jesus, they've lost a lot more games. And I mean, he's definitely he, in he's, my top he's got three. To get, he's got to, there's so many better options out there, and I I really I hope they keep him. I mean, I mean yeah, as a Bama fan, as a Bama fan, I hope they keep him. But there's so many options out there that are better. I mean, I've got two of them on my. I can think of two of them right right offhand. But who? Let's hear. Okay, first one is Hugh Freeze. At Auburn? At Auburn. Hmm. And the second one, I think this is one that we are, I hope this doesn't happen, but do you know where I'm going with this? I'm scared. Steve Sarkeesian. I knew you were going to say that. I think, I mean, he's a good offensive guy. He'd be a good coach there. I don't think it happens, but I yeah. anyway, and I think these same two guys are the same two guys that could go to Michigan. So who's your other guy, coach on the hot seat? Um, Herman, for sure. Um, I agree. Going back again, kind of like what we talked about um, last week with like our overrated teams. Um, I'm pretty sure the coaches that we have in the hot seat were the same as our overrated teams. So I don't want to reiterate too much, um, but it does go along the lines with the, oh, we're back, we're back, we're back. And them just simply not being able to win. Um, last week, I kept posing the question, especially at Michigan, like, why we were paying these coaches so much if they couldn't beat their rivals, if they weren't going into playoffs, if they weren't going into New Year's Six Bowls. Um, and I think he's up there with everybody else. 
Well, I, know, I agree. I agree with everything you said there. My number two, I'm going to go Jim Harbaugh. Um, again, we talked last week. His record speaks for itself. 10-14 and 14 against ranked teams since he took over. Continually one of the worst offenses in the Power Five. Recruiting's falling off. It, it's just been a bitter, very mediocre tenure for him. And I, I think it's over. I think this is it. I think this is the last straw. I think they'll have a bowl game. And I think as soon as that's over, you think they'll have a bowl game? I think they will. I think this year, again, with the limited, the way things are, I think they'll get like a Liberty Bowl or something. Okay. And I think they get in. I think, I think he'll be fired regardless. But especially with a loss there, I think they'll they'll end that right there and go for a big name. Who is your next coach on the hot seat? Um. Actually, I don't even know if I have a third, to be honest. I spent so much time on <laughs> Harbaugh and um, my, Herman. I mean, I agree with you on Gus, but I don't really have my that third, much. My third is obviously Tom Herman. Yeah. Um, you know, I think every year since, like, 2012, since Charlie Strong got there, we've heard Texas is back. But coach after coach in Texas isn't back. Um, he's got the 2018 wins over Georgia and Oklahoma. That's it. That's basically the only – significant wins Tom Herman has to claim and other than that it's been extremely mediocre do you have anybody up next on the coaching carousel for Texas um well the guy that I originally thought going into the season was PJ Fleck at Minnesota somebody like that but Minnesota has absolutely fell apart this year I think PJ Fleck was a big time look like he could be a big time hire but now that's not looking like it if i'm local if i'm texas i go for a guy like billy napier losing a lafayette oh, um really good coach he's done a good job at losing a lafayette not a bad hire um there was speculation about urban meyer that's kind of fell off oh yes so i did hear a little about that. do you do you if i'm texas i mean i know this is Completely off the wall, hypothetical speaking. We all know how rich Texas is. Yes. You know who I go for? This is going to be a little bit. This is a little bit out there. Oh gosh. Dan Mullen. Really? Why not? You think he'd leave? I don't think he would. I either go Dan Mullen, or here. Here's what I did. Let me. This is not going to happen. This is just hypothetical speaking. Here's how I do it. If I'm the Michigan and Texas ads. And I'm not even saying this could happen, but I think if I was either one of these people, I would entertain these offers. Debo Swinney to Michigan. Dan Mullen to Texas. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that would happen. If I'm Debo Swinney, I would love to be that coach that goes and rebuilds Michigan. If I'm Dan Mullen, I want the Texas money. And – yeah. That's an interesting take. I don't know. I I can't see Dan Mullen leaving Florida, especially after the success they've had this year. And, you know, and they have a chance to beat Alabama potentially in the SEC championship game. I genuinely think that's going to be the To me, that's just it. If I, I don't think Dabo leaves for the reason of you're Clemson, you're you're gonna run you're gonna run your conference every year because you don't play anybody, right? I think Florida State within the next twenty or thirty years will improve. <laughs> twenty or thirty? Um, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but and here's the thing: if you're Dan Mullen, I don't understand Nick Saban's old, and all. But if you're Dan Mullen, you want, do you not? 
it's like if I'm Ben Mullen, I'm like, okay, even when Saban is gone, they can still be the class of the SEC. Why don't I go to the Big 12 where it's easy? I mean, all you've got is Oklahoma. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's interesting. I don't think it's as long as Kirby Smart's at Georgia and Alabama has a top-tier coach, Dan Mullen is going to it's gonna be an up-and-down thing for him. And, like, you know, obviously he's not going to be Georgia every year. I still think Kirby's going to be a really good in Georgia, maybe. I think he's going to be good, but I, I definitely think Dan Mullen could beat Kirby Smart. But if you're in Texas, you literally have one team. You, you have one difficult, really difficult game, maybe two. Iowa State's improved. Speaking of Iowa State, let me get into something there. If I'm Michigan, I go after Iowa State coach, Matt Campbell. He's done a great job in Iowa State. Very he good. is a top-tier candidate. Matt Campbell would be a great head coach. I, th- I don't think he stays at Iowa State much longer. I mean, obviously, that's not a big-time job. I think he go could be potentially be the next coach in Michigan. I don't think he'll go to Texas, Big 12. What if he goes to Auburn? I'm just throwing that out there. You are crazy. Are you drunk? No, I'm just you, throwing out there. You've had some some very crazy takes I'm so far, and we're what, like 10 minutes in? I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. I mean, yeah, but, okay, first of all, you just put two of the biggest coaches on the map going to different Power 5 schools. It's not like your Iowa State pick you just said. You just said Dan Mullen in Dabo, potentially, to Texas and Michigan. I agree, but, I mean. That's, that's, I mean, that's I'm, like, not, I, I'm not saying it's a terrible I take. Say, I did say it. I don't think it happens. But that's but, a crazy take. But, it, I mean, it is 2020. I mean, you're right. Anything can happen. I mean. You don't think Dabo would wait, um, potentially, for Nick Saban to leave Alabama to get that job? Oh, boy. I mean, I know Clemson is, like, a huge powerhouse, and they're basically on equal levels now, but the dynasty and, like, the rich history that comes with Alabama, you don't think Dabo would wait for that? Is he the guy, though, for Alabama? Yeah. I mean, I know people are going to hate to hear that, but and I I don't like him either, but you don't think people up, the AD people up there are going to want Dabo Sweeney? Here's the thing. That was a great coach. I will give him that. He's a great coach, and as a coach, he could win his national championships. Yes. But I just, all the shenanigans that come with that guy, it's always something with Okay, okay. I get it, yeah, and because he's a head coach, but Alabama has put up with their fair share of shenanigan assistant coaches, which we don't have to name names, but, I mean – and who knows? Maybe maybe it'll straighten them out. I mean, I, I'm not. Here's the thing. I will trust whatever Greg Byrne does. Um, you know, I have a feeling Nick Saban will have a say in it, and I, I trust whatever they do. So I still think it'll be years, at least four or five more years I of Saban. Right. Yeah. I hope. I hope you're right. I really, um, I really do. Um, so another some. How about that game versus LSU? Oh, How about it. Be, okay, but okay, okay, okay. It was beautiful. I I loved it. But can we talk about how I tweeted this? Also, we scored forty five points in the first half. We did. The second half, ten points. I I hate that we don't run up the score. I mean, I guess that's the nice thing to do. And Saban is very politically correct. But first of all, this was LSU. Like this was a revenge game. 
like they deserve to be dragged through the mud. So I'm kind of salty we didn't run up the score. And, I mean, I guess, you know, we're just so good. We got to save these players, make sure they don't get hurt for games later on in the season, especially, you know, since the national championship is always on our radar um, and it's very realistic for us. We don't want anybody to get hurt, so we always put in, you know, second-string guys. I I just wish – I just wish we would have ran up the score more. I agree, but at the same time, you've got to be careful on how you do that. You don't want to be – Throwing deep passes and taking a chance on getting somebody injured, just just trying to just trying to pay them back, um, right? Because that that's essentially giving them another win over us. If you if you get somebody injured, just trying to yeah, to that's pay just them back, that's just the pettiness in like, me. I like, I'm petty. I want that. I wanted it, but at the same time, let's get a good win and get out of there. Like I, I honestly would have been happy with a three point win. Because right now, I want to win the West and get and beat Florida and get to the playoffs. That's right, what I want. Right. And we did that. We did. We did. Um, what a game by Smitty though. I love Batman. We literally talk about him every week, we but do. that's that's just how great he is. He is. I, you know, Matt had a great jam Nachi Harris. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that Alabama has a kicker. For the first time ever. I will oh. die on that hill. I know I got murdered and oh, ratioed to heck on that tweet. Tell me I'm wrong, though. You're wrong. Why? In, in the last a, decade. Look at the 1992 National Championship. I said the last decade, Clark. That was 30 years ago. You said decade just now. You didn't say decade then. Oh, my God. Okay, but I'm just thinking in... In in this dynasty era that we're in, okay. kicking has never been. I'm not saying that every kicker we've ever had has absolutely sucked. Like there have been some good ones here and there, but how many times do we as Alabama fans normally hold our breath when we're kicking the freaking I, I extra still, point? I still do. The it's field just goal. Out, out like, of habit. I'll I'll give it to them this year. Yeah, we're freaking great on on all cylinders, but generally speaking, kicking is our downfall. I agree. I mean, but the fact that he's in contention for the Lou Groza Award, who would have thought that coming onto the season? I mean, I mean, I'll be the first to say it. Not me. I, I mean, wow. Um, he, he's Will Reichert's been great. I mean, I he's not had to kick many field goals because obviously our offense is so good at getting the ball in the end zone. Right. So, just just a quarter, just review a couple of other games, a few other games from this week. Um, Auburn and Van, oh, Auburn and Texas A and M. A&M comes out 11-point win, and it was a sloppy-like mm. game. You know, A&M is a good team. They did not play that part in the win against Auburn. But, again, it's in Auburn. We know crazy things happen in Auburn. You could bring in, you could bring Ohio State or top uh, Alabama, a top four team into Auburn. Auburn could be at 0-11. It's going to be a close game just because Auburn Jesus. So, there's something in the water at, <laughs> over in Auburn. Auburn got the Auburn yeah, A&M wins over Auburn in 31 to 20, a close one. Uh, Missouri over Arkansas 50 to 40. That was a good game. Um, Missouri coming back last second and winning. And then obviously Florida clinching the East against Tennessee with a 31 to 19 win. Um, Tennessee with a backdoor cover, not good for the gamblers on that one. Did you? Uh, I that, did not. I was uh, not on that game. Okay. I had the first half in that game and won. So, um, oh, good. Um, so, that leads me to my next question. So we look at our top four right now. Obviously, Notre Dame and Clemson have to play each other. One of them's going to lose. 
well, it's 2020. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> but one of them is going to lose. You know, I was listening to Cruz's podcast earlier today, and he said Notre Dame is beating Clemson again. I'm going to go on a limb here and agree with Cruz. Are you? I am. Um, I'm going to agree with Cruz on that. I think Notre Dame beats Clemson again. And I, I, I agree with the next thing he said, but then they're going to get crushed in the playoffs. Agree. I mean, I would love nothing more than here's for how I think it's gonna be. Here's how I think it's going to set up. And here's how I th- it, honestly believe it should set up if it goes how I think it's going to go. Alabama's the one seed if they beat Florida, which I think we will. Yes. You have Alabama at number one. Notre Dame will stay at number two, where they are now. Texas A&M at number three. I hate that pick. I hate that everybody's putting A&M in the top four. Like, so A&M. who's out? Clemson or Ohio or- State gets in at number four. Two loss. Clemson is out. Okay. What other options are there? I guess yes. If Clemson loses again, then they're out, and that does give A and M the opportunity to be in. But I mean, as much as I want that to happen, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Dabo and this this Clemson team is a team to get beat twice by the same team. You know. Um, I think they're going to come back with a vengeance, especially because that's that's going to be their conference championship game. I don't, I don't just don't see it. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point. It's only out of the times there's a rematch in the same season. Ninety percent of the time, the team that lost the first time wins. wins. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Wins the second time. But the same. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. I guess why. I just have a feeling on this. It's Dabo, though. If it were anybody else, I'd agree with you. But Dabo's not going to lose twice in a season to the same team. I just don't see it. They're, we'll they're going to study the crap out of that film. We'll see, but... I mean, yeah, I think your scenario if, is if right. If any coach can counteract Dabo and plan for this, it's Brian Kelly. Mm. I don't I mean, know. That's tough. I also want our revenge from the last game we played with I them. So I agree. I think your scenario, if, if Notre Dame beats Clemson, then yes, I could see that happening. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. So mine's pretty much going to stay the same. It, it'll be it'll be Bama, uh, Clemson, Ohio State, and then again that fourth seed is just wide open to me. Fun, right? fun trivia question. Let's see if you get this right. It just oh, came Jesus to me. Christ. I asked somebody this earlier. I actually knew it. Other than Ohio State and Clemson, what is the only other team who currently has? I think I've got this right. Other only. Only other current team who has a win, a one game win streak against Alabama. A one win. One game win streak against Ole Alabama. Miss. No, 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 no. That we have not. Like the last. I mean, the last time we played them, they beat us. Oh, the last time we played them, they beat us. Yes. What do you mean in the regular season? No, it was in a bowl game. Uh, in a bowl game. Think about this one. It's the last not- time we played them. Is that only? Team? It's uh, not Georgia, is no, it? No, it's the only other team that like that we have a losing a current losing streak against that we've lost. Meaning we lost to them the last time we played them. Auburn. We beat Auburn last week. Oh yeah, I thought you meant before that. No, 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 no. This is like current as of today. As of today, I have no idea. The answer is Utah, the two thousand and eight Sugar Bowl. Oh, I would have never got that right. Okay, so first of all, I was thinking regular season, and I was thinking Ole Miss when oh we God. lost to them back to back. With Chad Kelly, when was that, 2014-2015? Yes, 2015-26. Hang on, 2014-2015, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, you're right for once. For um, once? <laughs> um, so, anyway. Interesting, Utah. 
Utah, the 2008 Sugar Bowl. That's not a game I want to relive ever for the rest of my life, but I want revenge on them for that. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, if the college football playoff started today, who's your top four? Oh, um, definitely Alabama number one. Um, I just It's a toss-up. If it started today, I'd keep it how it is, but obviously Notre Dame and Clemson have to play each other, so – I'm going to go Clemson in that game. So Clemson, Ohio State, that's fourth spot. I really don't know. I go I go back and forth between A&M and Florida, honestly. It just that's two lost Florida. I know, but they they go they they win. They win the East in the SEC. I know they lost to A&M, like that was their their head-to-head component. Right. Um I don't know. Just something about going to your conference championship is right to me, but I, I don't know. I have to take into account that obviously A&M is the West and Florida is the East, so again, that's kind of irrelevant. Like, they lost, so that's where the seeds fell as far as who was playing for the West Division and the East Division. I just don't think if we are looking at the four best teams in the country, A&M would lose to Clemson. They would lose to Ohio State. They would lose to Alabama. So, so to me, I, there's just so many components, and I think this is why in the first episode I talked about how subjective it was. I, it just depends on what they value more. I agree. I agree. So, any, seen any bad takes on Twitter lately? I mean, obviously we're the Terrible Takes podcast, but I don't think we're the only people who have terrible takes. Oh, geez. Are you calling people out? I'm not calling anybody by name. I'm okay. just saying – Anybody any, seen any bad? I don't think I've had any bad takes in a while. I don't think I've seen any bad. Wait, you personally? When have I had a bad take? You had a bad take last night. What did I say? Oh, about the Lamar Jackson thing. Twitter Twitter agreed with me. The half and half. More like 70-30. Okay. The only bad take I had last night was saying that the grass was greener and the purple was purpler. Yes, correct. So the mansion got a brand new, like, hundred million inch TV. By the way, it's 4K, like highest of high definition. And then there's two like, you know, cute little mid-sized TVs above that are not 4K and high def. And Clack is just watching the TV going, why why is the grass greener in the purple or purple? What'd you say? Purple purpler? Yeah, I, I could not get my words to come out. <laughs> um but so anyway but other than that, I haven't had any bad takes. Yeah, you've been pretty okay, good. Okay, other than one that Cruz called, kind of called me out on is saying the Falcons would beat the Saints. Oh, my God. Okay, so if you actually listened to the podcast from last week, um, Clack did take the Falcons over the Saints. And my, I remind you all, Clack's favorite NFL team is the Saints. So I called him out on it during the podcast last week, calling him out again. He's calling himself out, so I'm proud. Clack, <laughs> what, what's, what's your response? I was wrong. I was almost right, but I was wrong. You were <laughs> um, when the Falcons had it first and goal on like the eight-yard line with like a minute to go, I'm like, oh, pain. You know, no wonder I picked this. But uh, the Falcons did what the Falcons do, and they lost. Um, so thank goodness. Thank goodness. Um, That's right. I, I've never been so happy to be wrong in all of my life. So getting into the NFL this weekend, Jalen Hurts. Is making his first career start on Saturday, on Sunday. 
on Sunday, Jalen Hurts makes his first career start with the Eagles against the Saints. Um, look, really looking forward to Jalen making his first start. He played a good game against Green Bay. Got his first touchdown, unfortunately, through his first pick, but through his first touchdown. And I honestly believe that Philadelphia had some talent at receiver and had more talent on that offensive line. Jalen Hurts could be a really good quarterback, and I think he will be good. He showed some good signs in that first game. On Saturday again, or Sunday against Green Bay, why am I getting my days mixed up? On Sunday against Green Bay, um, and I think if, if Philly will get a, can get that offensive line healthy and they can get some receivers, I think Jalen's going to be good. I think he could be good in the NFL. Um, I think, I mean, the obviously biggest takeaways from college for him um, was just being confident in himself. You know, I, I think everybody's talked about it before. Like, he needs a movie, a TV show, a 30 for 30 or something. But I I just can't imagine, like, the mental toll that takes on you, you know, being a starter, taking out, being put in the game, winning the game, being benched, whatever, whatever, going through, like, that entire process. So, I mean, he, he's just such a genuine person to me. He really is, and so, I'm so happy for yeah, him. Yeah, I, I just really want him to be confident in himself. I agree, and I, I want him to have a good – I want him to throw for three or four hundred yards, but I hope they lose. <laughs> I mean, I want him to have a great game because there, there's Jalen Hurts is such a good guy. He deserves best, and I hope, I hope they get that on on Sunday. So yeah, ending. Um, this is a good place to end. I think we'll segue really quickly into the NFL games coming up this weekend. Um, I'll just run through real quick. I got them pulled up on my phone, and we'll get your takes. Um, whatever you got over, under, spread, whoever you're taking, actually, all that good stuff. I actually stuff. have a parlay for the NFL games this weekend. We'll get into it in oh, just okay. a second. Cool. So. so the Thursday night game um, is the Patriots and the Rams. Patriots are plus five in that one. I'm taking I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots money line this one. I think the Patriots went out right. They've been playing good football lately. Rams are up and down. Give me the Patriot, Patriots money line. Okay. And then going right into Sunday's games, Packers and Lions. Packers are seven and a half seven in this football, or, yeah. or minus seven and a half. I think the Packers cover. Um, Detroit got a good comeback win over Chicago this past week, but not going to happen Sunday. Uh, give me the Packers to cover in this one. And the Saints, Eagles, no. But by the way, Saints are only minus seven. That's Saints, kind of disrespectful. I'm going to give the Saints to cover, or maybe a 34 24 win. Okay. Uh, Texas and Bears. Uh, is that even on anymore? I actually think they got that got postponed. One, is that one postponed? Oh, no. Um, it's actually even. It's almost a dead the, split. I saw that one earlier, and I, I think that's in my parlay. I'm taking the Bears. The Bears were plus one when I looked at it, so I'm taking the Bears plus one in that one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, Cowboys, Bengals. Oh. Dallas is we just, minus like, three and a half, by the way. Yeah. Again, that's kind Cowboys of disrespectful. And Bengals, like, that's kind of I mean. Your boy's not going to pull through against the freaking Bengals? Dak's out for the season, remember? Oh, uh, no, I don't remember because I don't really watch the NFL. Um, Notice the Saints fan doesn't watch the NFL. No. Um, I'll admit it. You heard it here first, folks. Um, and you'll wonder why we're called the Terrible Takes Podcast. Hey, at least I'm here. Uh, very true. <laughs> um, uh, give me the. Give me the Cowboys. Okay. No, give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Okay. <laughs> um, Chiefs offense, that one's pretty. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, the goat. Pat Mahomes is 
Yeah, I'll do a little to uh, give me the Chiefs. Uh, Cardinals, Giants. That's going to be a good one, but give me the Cardinals on that one. Minus two. Yeah, yeah. give me the Cardinals. Um, Vikings and Bucks. Huh. That'll be a good Neither one. Neither one of these teams seem to want to win lately, but give me the Bucks. Okay, Broncos, Panthers. Both four and eight. Give me the Give me the Panthers. Okay. Um, Titans and Jaguars. Titans. Kind of yeah. Titans bounce back from that loss. Yeah. Colts and Raiders. Raiders. Jets and Seahawks. Really? That That's a, such a hard <laughs> one to pick. Um, um, Seattle covers in the first quarter. Yeah, probably. Falcons, Chargers. Can we pretend this game's not even being played? Um, I mean, honestly, Atlanta minus two and a half. Falcons. Okay. That hurts to say. Yeah. Washington and the 49ers. Give me the football team. They're on a streak now. Okay. Five, both five and seven. Um, Steelers and Buffalo. That's going to be a great game. Give me the Steelers yeah, to bounce back. I think they'll bounce back. And then Monday night's game is the Ravens and the Browns. Baltimore oh. minus one, by the um, way. That'll be a good game. Give me the reference. This Lamar Jackson is such a great quarterback. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, you think? Give me the ball. Give me the Browns. They're nine and three. Okay. I mean, the Browns have a good defense. We, I mean, look, we we all know how good Lamar Jackson is against good defenses. I I can't say much about the defense because my eyes are on Baker Mayfield when he's on the screen. <laughs> give me. <laughs> and I won the scent bracket. Right. I wasn't in it, so maybe this year we'll see. Maybe I'll give, nominate myself. Give me the give me the <laughs> give me the Browns. Oh boy, uh, give me the Browns over the over the Ravens. Okay, good takes. Well, I guess that about wraps up this episode. We're gonna make them a little shorter, split them up a little bit more. Putting in, put them in a two, put two episodes out a week. Hopefully, we can put episodes out on Friday on Wednesdays and Fridays. But again, oh yeah. With schedules and stuff, sometimes it doesn't happen. Yeah, my but, hair got messed up, so sorry that's on me this week. Um, we'll we'll try to get episodes out on Wednesdays and Fridays, and so yeah, yeah, we'll y'all have a, y'all have a good one, and we'll talk to y'all again on Friday. See you Friday.